Hey, I'm Stephen Webb and welcome to Stillness in the Storms, your podcast that helps you to have a little peace of mind when you need it most and you have it least. Okay, today we're talking about getting a decent night's sleep. And especially during this hot spell and hot weather, it's really hard to sleep at night. So in this podcast, I'm going to talk you through um, setting up the perfect room, ready for sleep. What do you do if you wake up in the middle of the night? How you prepare for bed? And then finally, we're going to end with tricks to get to sleep and how the military managed to go to sleep in just two minutes. And don't panic about picking up a pen and piece of paper and taking notes during the podcast because I will go over it briefly at the end for you to see what you can do right now, today, in order to get a good night's sleep tonight. So yeah, let's begin. First of all, when I hit my rock bottom, I knew nothing about sleep apart from I wanted more of it. Um, and every night when I used to go to bed, I used to just put my head down and just hope I would go to sleep. In fact, I spent all my life on this basis of hoping that I would fall asleep the minute I hit the pillow. And the truth is, I never learned how to go to sleep. I didn't even know the importance of sleep. I just knew I felt like crap when I did not have enough sleep. So when I hit my rock bottom, I started drinking alcohol. I started doing everything because I could not sleep. My mind was just too active. I was in too much pain. I was heartbroken and struggling to sleep was, it felt like the least of my problems, but in actual fact, it was probably my biggest problem because I couldn't function without sleep. The the other thing I learned, if you have two hours lack of sleep and then the next night you have another two hours, next night you have another two hours, that's not only one night of sleep you've lost in three. You cannot catch that up. And sleeping after two or three hours lack of sleep the night before, something else I learned about sleep, and that is if you, if you have three hours of lack of sleep, breaking sleep, that's like driving the equivalent of two to three pints of alcohol. And many people wouldn't drive a car with that kind of alcohol inside them. They wouldn't even dream of it. Dream of it. <laughs> Excuse the pun. But that, was, that wasn't an intended pun, but I like it. I'll, I'll, I'll let it stay in the podcast. But we do get out of bed. We're totally, totally shattered. And we get in the car and drive. Um, and the other thing with sleep is it's so important because the body uses sleep to repair the atoms. The body uses sleep to repair, uses the protein that we eat to repair all the things that are going on inside of our body. From the different connections in our brains, in our minds, to just healing the heart and healing the different parts of the body. This is why the body needs to sleep. And not only that, it sorts your thoughts out and everything, because that's what dreams are about. And So we need sleep, and we need sleep that is healing. Very often we drink alcohol, very often we have coffee and all these other things that stimulate us. Or we have the alcohol that helps us, or we believe it helps us to sleep. The problem is, while we're sleeping, the sleep mechanism in our body is, is fighting the poison alcohol as opposed to repairing the body. So that's why if you ever had a really good night's sleep on alcohol and you wake up in the morning and you cannot function, it's because 
your body has been so busy all night fighting the poison that it cannot function and it did not do the repairing and the job it needed to do overnight. It cannot do both things. I'm not saying don't ever drink alcohol. I'm saying, you know, enjoy it. Have like whatever you want. But just be aware that you do need hours of sleep to repair. And you cannot catch it up. It's a myth that you can burn the candle both ends for the weekend and then you catch it up on Monday and Tuesday. No, you're not catching up the sleep. You're just repairing the body until, again, at the weekend when you do the same thing again. So, right, okay, I've spoke now for a little bit about sleep. I want to, let's first go to preparing your room. And one of the things about preparing your room is we got to think about what we're used to sleeping in. Humans have slept under the stars in caves for a long, long time. We've only had these centrally heated, artificially warm homes, quilts and lovely cushioned beds for a fraction of the time of our evolution. And we're not used to it. We enjoy it. It's lovely, don't get me wrong. But our bodies are not designed for it. We're actually more designed to be slightly less comfortable, colder, um, with wind moving, fresh air. Um, natural going down of the light and coming up in the morning of the light. We've got a natural pattern. Here's the thing to do with your room. Cool it down. We're not used to sleeping in 20, 21 degrees. Hence why in this hot weather we cannot sleep. So cool the room down. Ideally 16, 17 degrees overnight and warm it up in the morning naturally. So if you can set your central heating to come on about an hour before you want to wake up. That's probably the best natural alarm clock you have. Um, as it warms up, the body will start to, to wake up. Hence why you wake up in the night when it's warm. Have a fan, move the air around. Don't necessarily put the fan in one place where it's going to blow right up your nose or across your mouth to dry your face right out. But ideally, if it can be going down over your face in some way and move it around the room, that's nice. And the sound as well. Caves are dark, but they're not quiet. So having some ambient sound, and you can do this on Insight Timer. You can do this on um, so many apps. And you can even go to Spotify and just put in nighttime sounds, ambient sounds. There's so many options out there now that just ask Alexa or something like that to play ambient sounds. You could have like rivers or forests or um, nighttime in the Mediterranean, probably. You can have crickets if you want to. <laughs> so noise, cooling it down, having a little, having the wind moving around, having the air moving. Of course, have windows open and things like that. Um, I, I put a flannel on my forehead and because I sleep on my back because I'm paralyzed. I put a flannel on my forehead, a cold flannel, which is always nice to go sleep to. Doesn't look overly pretty. Uh, my hair looks a bit like, <laughs> um, what, what was that film with Cameron Diaz in when she came out of the toilet? My hair looks a bit like that in the morning <laughs> with a cold flannel on my forehead. Um, not sure if I'll leave that in the podcast, but. If you've heard it, I left it in. 
And then finally, make it dark. Get rid of all the LEDs. Get rid of all the little lights. Um, put little stickers over them. Turn everything off. Get blackout curtains. Um, really lie in bed and see if you can see anything with your eyes open. And if you can see a light with your eyes open, get rid of it. So moving on to what do we do if we wake up? Well, first of all, understand that waking up is a natural cycle of sleep. They now believe that everybody that goes sleep, it's a normal two to three hours later, we wake up to check our surroundings to make sure everything is okay. So we tend to go sleep and we tend to fall through the sleep levels. Um, the body produces the melatonin needed to go sleep and and then it starts to reduce it about two or three hours later and it, and it's in order to check our surroundings make sure we're safe make sure everything's okay and then it'll reproduce it again to go sleep here's the thing the body can only produce so much melatonin it's over a space of 24 hours it builds it up builds it up and then it releases it the problem with it is it releases so much in order to try to go sleep. But if you wake yourself up fully, it may not have enough or it may not have made enough ready for you to put you back to sleep. So when we wake up in the night, realize it's a natural cycle. Take notice and go, I'm safe. Everything is well. Don't look at your phone. That will get rid of more melatonin so you cannot get back to sleep. Don't worry about the time. Don't worry about all the other things. And don't try to go back to sleep. Don't force it because you end up lying in bed, getting quite wound up. And the more wound up you got, the less melatonin. The more you think you're under attack. Because the body doesn't want to go sleep when it's feeling anxious. If it's feeling anxious, it thinks something's wrong and it's not going to go sleep. It needs to relax to go sleep. It needs to know everything is fine. If you cannot go sleep after a while, read a book. Get out of bed, go and read a book. Don't get a coffee, don't have a cigarette. Don't have the things that you think relaxes you, but they really don't. So avoid bright light. Avoid anything that's stimulus, like anxiety or thinking about things that might go wrong. If you've got something on your mind, grab a notepad, notepad and write it down. Not in detail. You know, if your mind's thinking that you need to check Facebook, just write down, check Facebook. But don't actually check Facebook. Just your mind will think you dealt with it. That's the thing. There's so many to-do lists that are never done. It's because when we write the to-do list, our mind partly thinks we've done it. In a minute, we're going to look at the tricks to go sleep and then finally how the military do it. But just before that, let's look at preparing for bed. We often go through the day and then just hope we fall asleep. So I, I, I say we have three steps to preparing to go to bed, preparing to go sleep. And the first step is, look, have your tea. And then after tea, instead of going and sitting down, and then later on, oh, i got to go to bed in a minute. Yeah, I'm going to go to bed. Okay, I'm going to go to bed. I'm going to go and sort the kitchen out. I'm going to go and clean up, and then I'll get ready, and then I'll go to bed. That's no good. When you've had lunch, when you've had your tea, um, when you've had your dinner, 
clean up everything that needs to be done then before you settle in and start relaxing. Get ready for tomorrow. Get all your clothes out if that needed or anything you need for the morning, the kids' packed lunches and things like that. Get all that done in the hour after food or if, before food if it's even easier because sometimes it's hard to do stuff from a full belly. Then use an hour or so to reward yourself. Be on your phone, be on Facebook, um, you know, play video games, watch TV, whatever you want to do. Be on the phone to your friends, whatever you want to do, hour, hour and a half. And then you move on to the final hour before bed. And the final hour before bed, it's have a, have a nice bath, not too warm, slightly cool. Listen to some soft music. Maybe read a book that's not not a horror book, not Stephen King. Something that is just a nice little, you know, self-help book maybe or something like that. Whatever you're into, just something that's not going to stimulate you too much, but enjoyable to read. Do an audible book. You know, something that is not on a screen. Because you're no longer on the screens now. This is the problem. The screens keep you awake. So we've now got a nice perfect room to go to sleep. We, we're prepared that if we wake up, we know what we're going to do. And we're going through the evening and we're now ready for bed. Now we get in bed. Then you get in bed when you're ready to go to sleep, not before. Then you can use the bed for intimate things. That's fine. And sleep. Everything else, leave out the bed. Not watching telly in bed, not browsing Facebook in bed, not even reading books in bed, not doing any of those things. Because the body relates to the bed as doing those things. So if you tend to watch telly when you go to bed, and I know many, many people go, well, I always watch telly when I go to bed. I, it relaxes me and allows me to go to sleep. Not really. It's just you fall asleep watching it, but it keeps you awake for a lot longer. That's all. The idea is to learn how to go sleep and not to do something until you fall asleep. Big difference. And one's a skill, one's an active skill. The other one is basically falling asleep. But okay, tricks to go to sleep then. Don't count sheep. And I'll tell you why. Sheep are naughty little beggars. Not really beggars, but they're naughty, okay? They, they they jump over in ones and then twos and threes. Then they come in all shapes and colours. And they're never really that organised. Do you ever find one sheep jumps over and then two, then three, then five, then six, and you get annoyed because you cannot count the sheep you're creating in your mind? I, just, I know it's mental but it's the reality you know just to keep that concentration of one sheep at a time is really difficult so don't count sheep you can use guided meditations I have a sleep guided meditation on my website you can head over there it's also on Insight Timer I'll put that link underneath this podcast um, it's listened to over five, six hundred people per night listen to that and fall asleep to it. So I've got a talent for putting people to sleep. So if you're still here, I'm impressed. K 
count backwards from 100 in threes. This is really, really the, and you can put on a meditation and put on some soft music. And turn your screen off when you've done it, by the way, and face it down. Don't spend hours picking one. You know, get used to using the same one. Boom, put the screen down. Anybody that listens to my deep sleep meditation on Insight Timer, I've just got to say to them, I'm Stephen Webb, and this is my sleep meditation. That's it. They're gone. <laughs> Your brain gets used to it. It knows it's safe. It's secure. It recognizes the sound. Go to sleep. You can count back from 103 at the same time. And the rules are, if you miscount in any way, go back to 100. If you, even if you pause too much, go back to 100. I bet you never get any further than 70 or 60. Um, around those figures because I don't so yeah they're the things and I'm going to recap very briefly and then I'm going to go over how the military falls asleep in two minutes so set up your room cool it down get rid of the light have a fan or something moving and some ambient noise make your head cooler than your body if you wake up in the night don't turn on your phone don't look at the your mobile for the time don't even bother with the time Literally just recognize that you're all safe. Close your eyes, go back to sleep. If you cannot go to sleep and you're thinking about stuff, write it down. If not, get out of bed, read a book, do something really quite boring and then go back to bed. Now and prepare for bed. Get everything done right before and after tea so you don't wake yourself up right before bed. And then in the next hour, hour and a half, reward yourself, have fun. TV, games, whatever you want to do, be on the computer, Facebook. And then the final hour, relax. You're preparing your body for bed. Just the same as you warm up when you're going to do the 100 meters, you prepare the 100 meters the minute you get on the track ready to run it, but you start warming up beforehand where you're cooling down ready to go to bed. And tricks to go sleep, insight timer, and use the sleep meditations. There's many of them, many incredible ones but mine's the best, okay? And there'll be a link directly to mine underneath this. And feel free to give me a donation. Um, that would be awesome and amazing, and it helps me to produce more meditations. The other thing is count backwards from 103s. Or if you find that incredibly easy, count back from 307s. The idea is to keep your mind busy. It's not about shutting your mind off. So finally, if you're still here and you're still awake, how do the military go to sleep? I use this in my meditation and I didn't know it was the way the, what the military used at the time. But lie in bed and tense all your legs, hold them and then let them go. Do it with your torso, hold it and let it go. Then your arms and then do it with your whole body, your face, your eyes, your neck, your chin, lips, feet, toes, everything, tense everything right up, hold it for three seconds, and then let it go. And what this letting go does, it releases a chemical to the muscles to tell them to relax. It's an instruction to relax. And then imagine your body falling asleep. Imagine your body falling asleep. Relax the muscles in your face, including your tongue, jaw, muscles around your eyes. 
Now your body's pretty much asleep now. Your body doesn't have to do anything more to be asleep. And now breathe out, relax in your chest, followed by your legs and everything else in your body. Just every time you breathe out, relax. You can even say the word relax. And if you keep doing that on every out breath, your body will just keep following relaxing. Now for 10, 15 seconds or so, you should clear your mind. Clearing your mind's impossible. But let's tell you how to do it. <laughs> the, the irony, the paradox of clearing the mind. You do it by focusing on something. So you could focus on that your mind's in this vast open space of just darkness. There's nothing else there. Just awareness. You're aware that there's nothing. Focus on nothing. You could think that you're lying in a canoe on a lake with nothing but blue, clear sky above you. And you're just slowly going over the biggest lake again and again. Or you could be lying on a black velvet hammock in a pitch black room. And then finally, just say to yourself, don't think, don't think, don't think, don't think. And then say it in your mind, don't think. And the whole idea of doing these things is because to keep your mind focused, instead of thinking about all the things that keep you awake, that prevent the melatonin coming from your penile gland, instead you're creating the thought process that allows the body to relax and produce the right chemicals. So don't think. Don't think. Or just breathe in. Breathe. And then breathe out. Relax. 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 And whatever you're doing, just focus on that one thing. Well, hopefully you'll get some sleep in this nice hot weather and then we can enjoy the days a bit more. I'm Stephen Webb and this is my podcast, Stillness in the Storms of Life. I am after sponsors at the moment, and if you could do that or you know anybody that wouldn't mind sponsoring my podcast, that'd be awesome. Head over to steamweb.com. There's a link at the top to my Patreon page for anybody to support what I'm doing. And if I help you out, perhaps you can help me out by helping me to grow and record and support what I do. Head over to steamweb.com and click on the Patreon at the top of the page. Thank you guys. Take care. I love you all. And thank you for all the reviews and all the nice things you say about my podcast. I will get around to hugging you all one day. Take care. Bye.